Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. Chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz'amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. Okay, a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem, bismillahir rahmanir rahim, sanuqri'uka fala tansa. As I mentioned, so the verses in the beginning, they are to make very clear that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the life in stages. And this is because of the way is that everything in the creation, they are very weak. So in order to reach to the, you know, to the peak, they need to move from one state to other state. Allah SWT cannot make everything in the same, can, Allah SWT can do anything, but the way Allah SWT has created the, the universe, they need to have certain time to reach to certain stages, everything like that. So the way he created the human being, like for example, people are born as a, you know, as a baby, then they grow up, then they grow up until they become young and, you know, and full youth. So similarly, Allah SWT, uh, created every single thing. The Prophet Sallallahu so way has been in Makkah al-Mukarramah that he has no consolation, nobody to console him. He has no, <coughs> nothing to can help him other than the revelation that comes from, the, from heaven. And the Prophet Sallallahu sees that people don't accept him, they deny him, they reject him. So he is very keen that you know, if he can get the Quran quickly, so he, can, he can read to the people and they become Muslim. So the Prophet always rushing that how quickly the whole Quran can be revealed. And then it will help him as well. He will know all the guidance and it will help the people. Allah has been asking the Prophet more than once in Surah Taha and in Surah Al-Qiyamah and now in this Surah, has been asking him, don't rush. You know, your way is just receive the revelation and Allah will make sure that you, know, you will not forget anything and things will come in the stages. Time will come when the revelation will be complete, but not by rushing, by the time Allah has fixed it. And then you will see the people who believe in you, they will be successful, and those who don't believe in you, they will have failure. And even you can see when the revelation will complete, how people will enter your religion properly. But it will take time. So the Quran says, Sanuqri'uka fala tansa. Oh Allah, the messenger, will make you to read the Quran. Quran will come to you, you will read the Quran and you will never forget. So don't rush that you want to memorize everything. Don't rush that you want to have all revelation at the same time. Don't rush that once the whole book is complete, the people will accept Islam very quickly. Don't rush for anything. You need to have patience, wait for the right moment, it will happen. Understand this properly. Allah wants to make clear that things take time. Like you know, I mentioned the companies of the Prophet Sometimes they used to spend 10 years for one surah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants the Prophet to receive the Quran in the stages, to learn the meaning, 
to act upon the Quran and then teach people in those stages. So it will be more effective for the people. So will make you to read and then you will not forget. Illa masha Allah except what Allah wills. What the meaning of this is except what Allah wills. The Quran says you will not forget and then the Quran says except what Allah wills. So some people say meaning is in the revelation there are something which came for occasions. Certain occasions they are, they are temporary. So those things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to abrogate. The revelation that is forever and that is actually that, that uh, is uh, related to the community until the day of Qiyamah that re re revelation will remain in the Quran and the Prophet never can forget them. But something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the Prophet only temporary for something temporary you know like it be in the hadith not necessarily in the Quran so that Allah will make him to forget but real Quran which has come for guidance forever that he will never forget so some people think Allah mashallah means except what Allah wills that there are something which Allah will the prophets have to forget and that they say those verses which are abrogated but what I prefer here and also Imam Razi and many people actually also have mentioned that what I prefer here is Allah mashallah does not mean that there are something which the Prophet will forget. It is a nice way to say Allah SWT wants the Prophet to have the full trust in Allah SWT. Meaning is, you will never forget anything. So why to say except what Allah wants? To make the Prophet to have full trust in Allah SWT. The exception is not that he will forget. It, this only has come to remind him that all the time you need to have full trust in Allah SWT. So this verse, Allah, MashaAllah, it is the verse of Tawakkul. Like Ibrahim said that you know these idols they cannot harm me except if my lord wills so Allah SWT will not will that idols going to harm him but it is tawakkul trust in Allah SWT meaning is uh, my you know I am not trusting myself my trust in Allah SWT he is the one who can help me so similarly the Prophet has an advice you will not forget but for this purpose you need to have full trust in Allah SWT that why Allah Masha Allah has come is it clear so the first meaning was that yeah, certainly the Prophet will be made to forget something which are temporary. Second meaning which I said is the Prophet will never be made to forget anything. Allah Allah means to make the Prophet not to trust in himself, rather to trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why Quran says Illa Masha Allah. <coughs> now the thing is the Prophet, you know, no doubt, is very concerned about the community. He really wants them to believe. And they have so much trouble for him. He went to Taif, trouble, for, you know, there. He in, in Makkah al-Mukarramah, so much trouble for him. And you know, and sometimes those troubles are so clear. And sometimes what is faces from the community, they are hidden. You know, people, you know, people hate him and all those things. So Allah Subhanahu wa wants to console the Prophet You know, your duty is to do ibadah properly, worship me properly, do the prayer properly, convey the message properly. Then after that, if people cause any problem for you, those problems which are known to everybody, and even those problems which are not known to the people, and even if you have some hardship and feeling in your heart, in which you sometimes declare, sometimes don't express, don't worry about those things. This is not your concern. We know those things. All the hardship and, and trouble that happened to you, we know. Makkan people and other unbelievers, whatever trouble they cause to you, whether openly or secretly, we know all of that. You don't need to worry about that. It lived with me. I will deal with that. So th that's why the Quran said now, Inna hu ya'lamul jahra wa ma yakhfa. 
certainly he knows what is manifest what is in open and what is hidden you know you don't need to tell anybody you know in makkah al mukarrama any trouble that you face from the people whether they express it or whether keep it hide similarly any feeling of the pain that sometimes come your could come to your tongue or sometime which you can have in your heart you know all is known to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you should not worry he knows and he will take care of that so innahu ya'lamu al-jahra wa ma yakhfa he knows you know what is jahr what is open and he knows what is hidden it is also has been mentioned in surah taha when the quran said in surah taha wa innahu ya'lamu as-sirra wa akhfa and that also has come in the in the same context of reading the quran ki allah knows you know what is hidden and also allah knows what is more than hidden you know it, it, things which people have in their heart allah swt also knows that you don't need to worry about that the simple thing which quran has repeated many many times that the believers when they worship their lord and they convey his message then after that they should not be worried 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 about the enemies about the people who oppose them allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of all those problems like for the we muslims we spend most of the time to study and to read and to think about the conspiracies which is done by the enemies about the problems which muslims are getting from their enemies we spend most of the time time to understand them and to discuss with them so time is wasted the duty that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked us to do we never do all the time discussion that this is conspiracy of the east this conspiracy of the west they are our enemy they want they want plan to do this all the time discussing and thinking about that allah wants believer leave those things you do your work your work actually will guarantee to protect you from all the conspiracies once you do ibadah properly and you call people to islam it will protect you when your enemies become muslim then you you know you are safe from all conspiracies anyway to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want the messenger and the followers to concentrate on the duty on the ibadah and the dawa not to think about the conspiracies about the problems about the pain that they are getting from their enemy so allah says innahu ya'lamu al-jahra wa yakhfa wa nuyassiruka lil yusra and now the promise has come you know after making very clear that no doubt things should take time in their earth is in the stages quranic revelation will come be completed you know in a time quran says la ta'jal bil quran min qabl an yuqda ilayka wahyu don't rush to read the quran before the revelation is complete you know it will take time similarly guidance of the people will take time completion of the quran will take time but one thing with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make very clear for the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that whatever stage is moving that basically leading you to the success to one yasiru kal yusra we are helping you we are making for you easy the easy you know easy path meaning is the path of the success this where easiness comes to you al yusra means at tariqat al yusra you know the thing the path which is going to make life easier for you what is easier for him the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam wants the quran to be revealed completely the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam wants the people to get the guidance the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam wants help for the believers and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam wants the people who are not believers they will perish in the day of judgment to allah the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is thinking about those things allah is saying those things which will make things easier for you allah is making way to that you know your life is leading to that to when you are following our command you are going in that direction to when you yasru kal yusra we are making everything easier for you to come to the ease when difficulty will finish hardship will finish 
uneasiness will come. And no doubt really, this is true. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always test people for a while. Once he knows that they have patience and they have trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the help comes. But help, help comes after a while. And that's why Quran says, Inna ma'al usra yusra, inna ma'al usra yusra. With difficulty and hardship, there is ease. With hardship, there is an ease. So now the ease has been promised. And this really big promise for the Prophet sallallahu you know, imagine it in Makkah al-Mukarramah, he has no supporters, no helpers. Unbelievers, they do mockery, they laugh at him, they persecute him and his, his followers. They do so many problems for him. At that moment, when the Prophet had no hope, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promising him that soon the ease will come to you. And then the world has seen that after a few years, ease came. The Prophet entered to Madinah Munawwara, you know, he got a place, and then he had battle of Badr, Uhud, and then soon he had, you know, battle of uh, uh, conquest of Makkah al-Mukarramah. And then we also can see he comes for Hajj when hundreds, thousands of the people coming to follow him and to learn from him. And then in whole Arabia, Islam became the most powerful religion. Kufr and Shirk, they became defeated. And after his death, then his followers, not only Arabia, they moved to every direction. To Syria, Biradusham, Iraq, Iran, Egypt. And after that, Central Asia and all over the world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know, brought the success so quickly, people cannot imagine. But it takes a little time. People need to retrain themselves for the worship and the ibadah and da'wah. The duty of the believer is two things. Ibadah and da'wah to the ibadah. You worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you make effort to call other people, they also worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you keep doing these two things, then your success will be guaranteed by your Lord. But at least the problem happening with us is that we don't want to do our duty we just want to improve the space. We want to get the power. We want to get the success in this world. But we are not concerned about, about you know, imagine if somebody employs you and you, he, he gives you office, an office and then, you know, a place to work. He's expecting from you that you do some work. But you spend all the time thinking and planning and discussing and arguing how you can make your space bigger, how you can get a bigger office. And how can you remove this director and make somebody else director? All the time your time is just spent to remove the director, to protest, to march, to make a big office. Who is going to employ you? You know, first, when you have given a space, a little space, then work properly. If your work is good, then your director will give you bigger space. And if you really, if you prove yourself, he can make you manager and director. You can move from one to the other. But if you don't do anything else, all the time keep discussing that, you know, I want a bigger space, I want, you know, a, a kitchen, in, you know, in, in my workplace, and I want a sofa, I want to have a rest place, and I, during the lunch time, I become very high, I want to sleep. If you keep complaining all those things, nobody is going to employ you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked you to do ibadah and da'wah, then do it. Then what is connected with your space, Allah will provide to you. He wants to see that how much you do, and He will do so much you cannot imagine. We, you know, within one decade after the prophet, death of the Prophet Muslims got all Baladu Sham. And Baladu Sham means now what is Syria, Jordan, Lebanon and Palestine. They got all Baladu Sham. They got all Iraq. They got all Iran. They got all Egypt. And some part of Central Asia, just within one decade after the death of the Prophet everything was there. What do you need? You know, Arabs never could imagine such a big conquest. And people never have seen in the, in the history of the mankind any victory so quick. They never have seen. But why, first you prove that you want to do your work. If you do properly, Allah will help you. So this is Allah's ways. Allah's ways is, 
will make things easier for you. Ease will come to you after hardship. But what you need, you need to do the slavery properly. You need to do ibadah properly. You need to obey me. You to listen. That is the problem in our time. We Muslims, we don't want to do ibadah properly. We don't want to call people to become Muslim. We don't want to make them to worship Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But what we actually want, want, are keen to have big, big space to enjoy the life, to have the power, enjoyment. This is something Allah hates. He does not like. He wants a believer to do with all hardship, no complaint. Then he loves them. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You see, has so much hardship, but he's so keen for the unbelievers to become believer. You know, this is something that he loves. That's what messenger means. You know, our worry should be if Allah subhanahu wa taala has commanded us to worship, we should worship and please Him. We should call people to Islam, but not to make the space bigger. So Quran is promising one yashiru kalil yusra. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. You know, again, you know, no doubt really. You know, he knows that Allah subhanahu wa taala will bring ease. He knows, you know, things will, you know, things will become easier and Islam will spread. But the Prophet, you know, messengers are like that. Like for example, a mother, a mother. Even when the child does not behave properly, all the problems. But you think really, all the time, so much love, so much care for the child, thinking that not now, maybe after a while he behaves properly. She has, you know, full of the love. That how a messenger, a messenger for his people has so much love. He never can imagine that the people can go to the fire of hell. He cannot think about that. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam same way. He could not actually bear that the people, if they deny him, reject him, they go to the fire of hell. So they, he wanted. As you know, he wanted to you know spend as much time as possible with the people, so they become Muslim. And sometimes he used to think that it is maybe fault in my own preaching. I don't preach properly. That's why the people don't become Muslim. So I know he's so keen. Quran says in Surah Al-Kaf, "Falaqallah kabaqir al-nafsaka." You are serious that you are going to kill yourself if they are not believers. You know this is the only thing the Quran complains about the Prophet. The Quran never complains that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is complaining about unbelievers. That how much a problem they bring. But Quran complains that you are so keen for them to become believers. You know, if Allah Subhanahu wa Taala now reveals another Quran for our time, what will it say? That you people are so keen to get the power. You people are so keen to get paradise in this world, but you have no interest in ibadah. You have no interest in other people's salvation. While the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he was so keen to kill himself, like killing himself. But if people become believers, when he became like that, then Allah helped him. So now the Quran said. فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّ فَعَتِ الذِّكْرَى Oh Allah, the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you know, don't don't spend so much time. Don't don't worry too much for them. Don't kill yourself. Your duty is only one thing: to convey the message properly, to explain everything properly. Once you have explained properly, then duty is done. Like you know, Quran Quran has said in another verse about Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. يا وما وما أنت عليهم بجبار فذكر بالقرآن من يخاف وعيد. You are not like you know guardian or you know on them to force them to become believer. Your duty is only to remind with the Quran those who fear me. Quran says فصفعهم وقل سلام. Leave them and say سلام. Don't 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 be you know after them. And Quran also said that وما عليك إلا البلاغ المبين. Your duty only To convey the message properly, full way. So the duty of the of the believers is to convey the message properly as much as possible. Don't leave any ambiguity. Make everything very clear that we are calling people to worship Allah alone. There's no Allah, no one to be worshipped 
other than Allah, the people who, who obey him and worship him, they will go to paradise. And those who reject him and don't worship him, they will go to the fire of hell. Make everything very, very clear. What the message has become clear, then your duty is finished. Your duty is not to convince people. Your duty is not to make them believer. You know, belief actually in the hand of Allah, Allah will guide the people. But this is not your duty. And that actually what happens very often. Very many Muslims, they involve in debate and discussion and argument and convincing. And sometimes, you know, it becomes very, very bad, like, you know, fighting and all those things. This is not the way of Allah SWT, that you debate the people, you fight them, you argue with them. The way of Allah SWT is just explain the things properly. If you have, if you could not explain properly, then make another effort. Keep making effort until you explain. But once people have understood your message properly, then don't involve in debate. The reason is not because people do not understand. Now they want to just prefer this world. There is no fault in your, your message. So Quran is saying, Fadak. فَذَكِّرْ إِنْ نَفَعَاتِ الذِّكْرَ I need to look up also in the next surah because the next surah is like extension of this surah so in the next surah Quran says فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّمَا أَنْتَ مُذَكِّرْ Remind the people you are just a reminder لَسْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ بِمُسَيْتِرْ You are not imposer upon them you just have come to remind the people so here the Quran says فَذَكِّرْ إِنْ نَفَعَاتِ الذِّكْرَ if reminder can help people then remind them but when you see they are not going to listen to you and they have no paying attention and you have conveyed a message properly, don't need to kill yourself, don't need to waste your time behind the This really, you know, in the beginning, no doubt, the Prophet really was very, very keen. Actually, he always have been so keen, uh, so keen that people, you know, accept Islam. He used to come for the, to the same person again, again, you know, explaining, the, uh, reading the verses of the Quran again, again. So the Quran is stopping that, you know, you, this is not your fault. You, you know, those who want to learn, you can remind them. And then Quran says, Those who fear, they will be reminded, they will remember. So now Quran has made a condition. Quran said that when you remind the people, if the people don't accept your reminder, it is not your fault. It is fault of the people. Because for reminder, there are two conditions. The one who reminds, he should remind properly. And the one who has been reminded, he should have fear of Allah. If the one who is reminded he has no fear of Allah, you never can remind him. Similarly, the Quran says in the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, Hodan lil muttaqeen. Quran has come a guidance for the people who have taqwa. Fear of Allah. What does it mean really? What it means the people have fear. Meaning is when the people understand this universe properly, so they really become you know, in the fear. They think if they don't use it properly, the one who provides them this all facilities, he can take away everything from them. So, you know, he, and they could have been troubled. The people fear to use. We, we, in this universe, people become really like, like, you know, in, 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 the, in the condition of the fear. This fear is an initial fear. It comes in the heart of the people. This is condition for any reminding, any successful reminding. And it is it, it, it condition for, for any guidance. Guidance never can come unless people have got a certain level of taqwa and a certain level of khashiyah or fear of Allah ta'ala. When people have this, then you remind them that they have been waiting. They can ask, for example, if people are thirsty and then you say, this is the water going to quench your thirst, they will accept this. But if somebody has no thirst, they never know what thirst means. Whatever you say about the water, whatever you say, you know, any message, whatever, people are not going to drink. When people feel a need for something, desire for something, they are looking for something, then after that you offer with little explanation, People accept. 
when people are ready for the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they really feel obliged from their heart to thank Allah, to worship Him, but they don't know how to worship Him. And then the reminder comes, a messenger comes and tells the people, this is how you need to worship your Lord, then people accept. So people need initial taqwa. That's why we said there are two types of taqwa. The initial taqwa and you know, the, the proper taqwa. Initial taqwa basically is essential for every single human being we have got the true nature. If anybody has got true nature, this nature will make them to fear here because they cannot move. Quite the fool. If you go to palace of a king and he invites you and he makes you to have dinner there and you know use there, what will you do? You will be so cautious thinking really that this king has done so much favor upon me. So I use the thing properly and I everything and I attend the dinner on the right time. You think really, because I should not do any mistake, otherwise things will become angry. If he becomes angry, he will never let me alone, never let me to come in. You are thinking, because he is hosting you, and he had such big honor for you to be in the palace of the king. Once you feel guided, then after that, a guidance comes from the king that this is how you are going to behave in this palace. This is a time of dinner, you attend that. This is how you use washroom, this is how you use this facility. You know, these will be love to, to, to understand that. This is actually how it is. We are in the palace of the king of the kings. In his new verse, the believer feel really that Allah, you know, he has done so much favor. I need to learn how to behave here, how to be here. This fear is the beginning of the actual initial stage for any guidance. That's what people need. When this happens, people become humble. When you know that you are, like for example, if somebody enters into the palace of the king, they become humble. They know the king, they are humble. You know, they, and then after that, what happens? They are sincere. Sincerity means they want to understand this properly and they use properly. So when, the, when anybody in this world opens their eye and they see all the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so they become humble. There's so much this from the king of the kings. And then they become sincere to find a guidance from him so they can follow. It makes them humble, it makes them modest, and it makes them to wait for the guidance from him. So this taqwa is very, very important. You know what actually happening, you can see there are many, many people, like many, many orientalists, they study the Quran, they study the Sunnah, but they are not guided. What reason is? Because they don't have this initial you know, taqwa. They are not modest, they are not humble, they are not thinking to be grateful. They are arrogant. So when people become arrogant, they don't feel really they need to thank Allah Taala. He never can guide. So guidance only comes when the people's nature is true, they have fear of Allah Taala, and that fear makes them to have sincerity, and that sincerity makes them to have modesty, when this fear, sincerity and modesty, they become together, that what Quran says khashiyah. Then people are ready to receive the revelation and to be guided by that. And if people don't have that, tell them whatever like, they are not going to learn. If, if people don't, if people feel indifferent, if they feel, they have no need for guidance. Why? For example, if people think really they have got the way of life better than Islam, who can guide them? You can teach them, but they are not going to learn. But once people feel really they, know they need a guidance, then you teach them, they will learn properly. So Quran, that Quran is saying, فَذَكِّرْ إِن نَفَعَتِ الذِّكْرَى سَيَذَّكَّرُ مَنْ يَخْشَى That's why the way of the preachers in Islam is not to go and prove about Allah SWT. The way is not to prove that the Quran is the most perfect book. The way is not that to prove that the Prophet Muhammad is the best person. This is not you need to prove. What you need really is somehow to remind the person that he needs a guidance. People, first you create the need in the heart of the people. When the need comes, 
then after that respecting for the guidance then after that you say you need to worship allah this is the best way to worship you need to have model the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the best model you need to have a guidance quran is the best guidance first you need to create that you know that need that urge in the heart of the people and that why the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam whenever he used to come to the people always used to tell them there no one to worship other than allah reminding them you know from their heart that they need to thank someone they need to worship so once the people realize that then they accept him as a messenger they accept the quran as book of the guidance they accept allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as someone to worship worship that what you need really but we people we spend most time to in argument in the proof it never never can work because if people don't don't need something and they think they are, they, they are you know good you know they, they are no need for them for anything they never go to learn you know if you are in desert and you are thirsty even any but a child comes and tells you there is water you will rush you are not going to ask him proof you are not going to ask him to prove you are right or true prove me that water is really there is and water is going to quench my thirst you are not going to ask any proof you will just rush it. even if he is lying still he will go that second person will say still you will run after him and that way you can see that people who are true nature they they use they keep running from one religion to other religion anybody said to him here is the way they follow until the true religion comes but there are people they are indifferent they don't want to learn it they think they don't need even if they are born in a muslim family they are not going to take the guidance because they don't feel need so this is really the important thing is create that urge in the heart of the people you know remind them read the quranic those quranic verses which can make them to realize you know who allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is like for example if a child does not listen to his mother you don't need to give a speech about obedience and all those things and how good you obedience no you just need to remind him that she is your mother just think she he has forgotten just remind that she is the mother once he realize that she is the mother and he owes so much to her then after that if you teach him now you need to love her you need to obey her you need to listen to her you have to need to respect her he will do but before that he needs to know what mother means and she is the mother that what you need to, you have to create that you know in, in the, so people need to have that urge in their heart and that quran has mentioned you know in the surah to surah to abasa when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam teaching people the quran said that uh, uh, you know the people amma man istaghna fa anta lahu tasadda those people who pretend that they don't need you you follow them you should follow the people who want to learn from you not those who turn away from you so condition of the belief in the quran is that people must have initial stage of the fear and i mention that this fear will make you to have uh, you know sincerity and sincerity will create modesty in you and then basically it will bring you know this academic honesty then you really you know, honesty in your heart you know why most of the orientals are not honest because they don't have that fear they are not modest they are not sincere so they don't have any honesty that basically sometimes they even you can very clearly you know distort the facts to prove what they want to prove but once they know that they need a guidance they will be desperate really to understand it to think then they will have academic you know honesty properly and then follow it the reason there is no honesty among many of these people because they don't feel any need to this guidance so our duty is to remind them that the people need this guidance Quran has used you know, in many countries Jannaba Tajannaba means you know, Jamb means side of the people so, you know, Side means Jamb Any side is Jamb So what Jannabo means When you turn your side to something 
means you don't want to look. When you look at something, you turn to it properly. But when you make your sight to something, it means what? You must turn away from that. So, tajannaba in Arabic language also, you know, makes a more emphasis meaning is people who make effort to avoid something. Meaning is they intentionally they don't want to listen to you. So, if the guidance come to their house, house, they close their ear, they don't want to listen, they don't want to see. The Quran says the most unlucky, he will avoid the Quran. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more. Subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. That's D-E-E-P-D-E-E-N.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourself.